conversations with my friends Failing on my corporate job I'd rather be with bands on tour Always been a fan of punk rock I do it for the hardcore scene This is my two-week notice I quit I don't need this one bit I'm gonna travel around with bands And have conversations with my friends Yo, yo, what up, everyone? You are listening to the Two Week Notice Podcast. My name is Dana Boy. I am your host. Thank you so much for listening. Come on. And oh, man, I gotta, I gotta spread out here. Oh, I'm laying down. Oh, my God. I am so tired, dude. I'm exhausted, dude. What's today? It's Sunday, Sunday night, Monday morning, technically. I am on tour with the Front Bottoms. I'm in my hotel room in Detroit. Just finished up selling merch. And um, man, I love that band. And there were two of us, three of us selling merch tonight. Two of us are on the tour, Colin and myself. We needed a third seller. Guess who it was? It was David, the singer of Fireworks. That was a nice surprise. Probably get him on the podcast at some point. He's a cool cat. You know who else are cool cats? The Front Bottoms. You know why? Because they're wonderful people. They make great music. And they are being really cool about Furnace Fest because I just got on this tour and in less than a week, I'm flying down to Birmingham, Alabama for a Furnace Fest on Thursday. Thursday. Spending the weekend there with you wonderful people at Furnace Fest and with Piebald, my brothers. And then like on Monday, I fly up to Pittsburgh to catch back up with the tour. Like I'm tired just thinking about that. I'm already like burnt out already. So, oh boy. I'm doomed, but it's worth it. So much fun. I bought some like Pedialyte packets, you know what I mean? Like some hydration packets and shit. Trying to be a little bit smarter, but I also want to drink beers and eat festival food. And I'm going to be there from like 7 a.m. to, you know, the last band every day. So it's my feet and my back hurt just thinking about it. But anyway, it's going to be a blast. Speaking of Furnace Fest, how rude of me. How rude. On the podcast today, perfect timing. Perfect timing. We got Chad Johnson and Johnny Grimes. This has become a tradition every year chad and johnny come on the podcast a little bit before furnace fest we hype it up speaking of which if you haven't bought your tickets yet you're fucking up all right do not sleep on this festival especially if you live nearby if you live in alabama or new orleans or atlanta or like nashville it's not that far it's only a couple hours and the lineup's insane piebald's playing i'm gonna be there the venue is so sick turnstile bane mxpx Highball, Braid, Sparta, Bouncing Souls, Thursday, Drain, Defeater, Koyo, Gorilla Biscuits, Youth of Today. There's a million bands. I talk about it every time. Be there or be fucking square. It's this weekend, September 22nd, 23rd, 24th. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Come on. I'm so tired, dude. I'm in a hotel room. I said that already. Yeah. So if you hear an echo, that's why. If you hear people walking by, that's why. It's people in the hallway. Go to bed. <laughs> this is coming from the guy i'm like yelling into my microphone right now it's probably someone on the other side of the wall like shut the fuck up come on doing a podcast 
I'm delirious, people. All right, so what else do I need to talk about before we get to the interview? If you're coming down to Furnace Fest, dudes and dudettes, yo, Piebald, we're playing at 7.40 p.m. on the Pond stage or the Monster Energy stage. It's gonna be sick. And then right after Piebald, just stay right where you are because after Piebald is Braid. And then that closes out the stage for that night. What an epic way to wrap up the first day at Furnace Fest. Plus, you get to watch my stupid ass make a fool of myself, play in the cowbell like an asshole. It's fun though, right? Come on. All right. Now, I am going to actually be at Furnace Fest the entire weekend. Special announcement. I will have a merch table all three days and I will be selling piebald merch and podcast merch all three days. Unless I sell out of stuff. That would, I mean, that'd be great because I'm, I'm flying with like duffel bags of like, I stopped at Luke's house right before this tour and grabbed all of the piebald merch at his house. So there's some classic stuff in there. Some stuff that was not at Furnace Fest last year stuff that maybe we only bought for like a couple of shows and it's left over most of you have not had access or had the option to even purchase this stuff because we haven't been down south in a long time the last time we were actually was furnace fest and we don't have an online store because we don't like to make money (laughs) apparently but we also have some brand new stuff that piebald has never had before all right we have two brand new t-shirt designs we have a koozie which we've never had before we have piebald shorts we've never had shorts before we're gonna have a special piebald hot sauce. We've definitely never done that before. Also, Travis found at his house, he's bringing them to Furnace Fest. These are going to go quick. He found some cassette tapes of the album We Are The Only Friends We Have. He sent me a picture. There's like, I don't know, 12 of them, 15 of them at the most. I know everybody still wants that on vinyl, but it'll happen. I just, I don't know when. So I will have piebald merch all weekend, but if like there's something you really want, like if you want that Friends cassette, you're going to have to show up Friday morning, Friday afternoon. Same thing, the shorts might go quick we didn't order that many the hot sauce i think we have like maybe 30 bottles um and i get a bunch of other cool stuff Uh, i have some signed baseball cards because there were piebald baseball cards made up from furnace fest last year i still have a, a little stack that travis signed um i'll just give those away with purchases probably until supplies last all sorts of exciting stuff happening in addition to the great music two-week notice podcast merch for the first time ever i have merch i've had stickers and pins and shit but at furnace fest i'm gonna have some shirts some hoodies and some koozies so come on by i'm gonna have my podcast set up like i have brand new microphones and a four track recorder and the perfect setup to do stuff on the go i can do backstage stuff i can do stuff at the festival i can do it right at the merch table if you want to be on the podcast come by the table ask me how you can be on the show i want to do some stuff and like record with people at the festival whether it's band people or attendees stuff like that i know i know i say this like every year and then i never do it but i have the actual setup now i'm bringing it with me and um i'm gonna give it a go i want to at least get the piebald guys like in the hotel room the night before that'd be fun so ask me how you can be on the podcast i can't sit down and do like a full episode but if you want to i can hit record for a few minutes and we can talk about your festival experience and i think that could be fun come by the table anyway say hello even if you're not gonna buy shit just say hi you know i'm pretty friendly come around this is a fun episode a lot of furnace fest information but we played jeopardy and uh let's just get to it come around i hope to see you all down at furnace fest at the sloss furnaces enjoy All right, today on the podcast, Furnace Fest, fearless leaders, 
Chad Johnson and Johnny Grimes. Let's do this. What's up, boys? What's up, man? One week away, dude. One week away. It's insane. My mind is blown right now. I'm not even ready. Are you guys ready? I'm not. I don't know that there really is a true ready. I mean, ready is what we can be. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited because it's it's always um, representative of the like 20 years ago how this once was, and now thankfully there's so many people helping. The community is so strong and has so much activity of it. Like I step into the Furnace Fest Facebook group from time to time, and right now I'm just I'm in a really busy season of life, even outside of Furnace Fest, that I'm not nearly as present. But I'm consistently blown away that it just like nonstop chatter, talking. And like just five minutes ago, I was, my wife and uh, daughter came home from shopping at the grocery store. And they were like, yeah, the guy, the cashier says he's going to Furnace Fest with three of his friends. So I was like, man, that's crazy. Amazing. Good times. Yeah. Johnny, how are we feeling? I'm feeling good, man. I mean, boots on the ground in Birmingham. Everything's good. Our team here has been absolutely killing it for the past few months. And so um, I've been working closely with Sloss, getting the grounds kind of upgraded. And that's been a fun but stressful, you know, process. But, you know, I mean, the field is um, it's like a baseball how, field out there. How can I explain the field? The field is light years better than it was last year, but it's still kind of weird because it's just a bunch of like recycled AstroTurf that looks weird and pieced together, but it's better than last year. It's, it's the best we could do with the time frame that we had. And, uh, you know, the Birmingham City dropped the ball in a few areas, so we had to piece this together pretty quick. So we're pretty stoked about it, but it's, it's kind of weird. But there won't be any dust. <laughs> You know, so when I say I'm not ready, I'm definitely ready to be there and see all these bands and see everyone and this amazing like yearly reunion we've been having that I'm ready for. What I'm not ready for is because I'm leaving for a tour tomorrow. I haven't packed. I, I haven't done anything. So what is it that you dudes, you know, along with Ryan, Mike, Elena, the team, what still has to happen between this is probably like a complicated question because there's still a lot, but you know, what are the big things that come to mind that still has to happen between now and the actual festival? Man, that's a, that's a really good question. I think um, maybe uh, at this point, it's more like just stuff has to show up, you know, like baseball cards, you know, they have to show up all 30. They got here. Oh, baby. What? They're there? Oh. Nice. Can you show a couple off? Uh, they're all boxed up. Oh, I'll open man. some up while we're talking. All right, yes. dude. All right. Awesome. Uh, I was also going to give away a little, a little, uh, what's that called when uh, you give something away? Dang it. I can't think of the phrase right now. A little teaser or something. Teaser? Teaser, teaser. Yeah, there's some other word I was looking for for it. But anyway, my brain's fried. But basically, the long story short, and just for you in this podcast, Dana, there will be five secret baseball cards. No, six. Six secret baseball cards, limited to 50 each. And uh, Even yeah, the pretty, people pretty that crazy. we put on the baseball cards are on the baseball cards, right? Yeah, I mean, I think in, I think kind of, to be honest, I don't think anybody signed off on the baseball cards for artists or like management. So I could get some cease and desist letters before this is all said and done that are like, <laughs> remove our baseball cards from the premises of Furnace Fest immediately, or we're going to take you out back. <laughs> <laughs> There's six bands that are not on correct that, that announcement that just came out the other day. Right, that have not been released. Yes. Oh, baby, Johnny, what were you gonna yep. say? I was just gonna say, you know, in terms of things that have to be done, you know, with us at this point in time, it's just you know communication with bands, communication with agents, communication with vendors, sponsors, 
porta potty company to security, police officers, fencing, production, all that's kind of in place now. And now we're building out the schedule for next week. So like at 8 a.m. Monday morning, you know, all the equipment's landing, production companies coming in on Tuesday, toilets being coming in on Tuesday, you know, so everything's just getting lined up. It's, uh, you know, a juggling kind of piecing everything together, but it's it's super fun because we have a great team, especially our team here locally, along with Elena and, and a lot of other great people that make it fun. It's not easy. It's not stressless, but it is fun. I think it's, um, you know, on more the business side of things, now is like the time, like in all fairness to the professional community that makes Furnace Fest happen, like the management teams, the booking agents, the assistants, the, you know, like all, everyone who's working kind of behind the scenes for artists to approve and, and arrange for Furnace Fest as an event for their artists. I mean, it, right now is like the time where contracts are like, do we have a contract? Do we have a W-9? Do we have any questions that we're like advancing the shows? Like what time do we need to be there? Are we selling merch? Are you selling merch? How many guest list spots do we get? Yeah. You know, like has Chad given us a deposit or not? You know, like all these things. <laughs> Probably the average person, I don't know, maybe that's not where their brain goes when they think about a music festival, but I just think it's once again, really stunning that the community supporting us, including the professional community are insanely gracious. I mean, we had a, a very difficult year last year and we lost uh, still a significant, the most money that Furnace Us has ever lost was last year. And, um, and we've made a lot of changes and we learned some very, very important lessons from that. But both the like fan community and the professional community were extremely gracious. And um, so it, to me, there's something about the fact that we're here again and that we have the opportunity to do this is, uh, is very humbling. May I ask how we're doing as far as ticket sales now compared to this time last year? Yeah, I just I just shared with our team that we now have done better this year than last year at the same time. We just passed all of last year's um, sales with uh, whatever it is, 10, 10 days. You know, the, what's funny is like technically we're still, I guess, at least 10 days out because from a ticket selling perspective, you include every day of the festival because people do show up on a Sunday, you know, just like a normal show. People show up the day of the show wanting to go and not having purchased tickets in advance. So that's super encouraging. I mean, we're one of the changes we made was just cutting back the budget overall. And then one of the other changes we made was raising the price of the tickets, which sort of internally we've struggled with because that just means that it, like the barrier of entry probably did get raised, I guess is the way I'd put it, uh, which is not really what we want to do. So that's something we're working on for next year. But man, overall, I mean, I was telling Johnny, I think yesterday or the day before, like my stress last year going into the festival was a 10 out of 10. It was a the most stress I've ever been in my life was Furnace Fest 2022 and just how in the world we were going to make it work. And this year, my stress is like a right now, yesterday or the day before when we were talking, it was like a four out of 10. Now it's like a three out of 10, you know, like every couple of days it gets, it's like more tickets sell. We get more, you know, more happening. And it's so I feel way, way better. That's yeah. great. Yeah. So here's a question, two part question. You may be partially answered, but so you've been doing this aside from way back in the day. This is your third year in a row. Is the process much smoother for you guys behind the scenes? And part B, what new challenges have come up this year that maybe didn't come up in the past? Yeah, I mean, 
the process is, I wouldn't say that it gets easier, but you approach every year with new knowledge. And so you're able to tackle, you know, whether it be challenges or tasks a lot quicker, maybe a little bit more efficient. So uh, every year has been a significant learning curve for us because, again, you know, we've said it so many times, but we're not a massive you know, production company. We're no Danny Wimmer, you know, we're no Black Nation or anything like that. We're really just four passionate guys that are doing it. And um, it's a passion project. So we're learning, you know, as we go. We learned a lot last year. Last year was, we faced some significant, you know, trials and, and frustrations. But yeah, so we're learning. It doesn't necessarily get easier, but, you know, I think with the more knowledge you have, you're able to navigate the ups and downs of uh, festival promoting a little bit more sanely. I guess is the right word. Like Chad said, you know, all of our stress was off the charts last year. This year, you know, we're we're encouraged. Uh, we're not where we need to be, but we're encouraged. And I think I know I have. I've made a commitment to myself to enjoy this festival from start to finish. I did in 2021. I didn't last year. This year, I'm going to enjoy it from start to finish um, because it's it's really these moments that count, you know, it's these experiences and this time together that mean the world to us. And so we're going to let the chips fall where they fall. We're going to, you know, have our team in place and handle problems as they come up. But I know personally, I'm going to try to enjoy as much as I possibly can. I love that. Yeah, I, th I love that too. Um, I think that what's different this time compared to last time is like we, we had so much um, I mean, you could call it grace, but maybe it's even mercy from the community that was present with us because we had been gone for so long. We had just endured COVID. Nobody really knew how to navigate any of these things. And so everyone was just so happy to be present again. And then last year you had all that was gone in the sense that we now had kind of like lived life a little bit post COVID. And, uh, and so last year, I think we realized there were some problem areas that we had not forecasted or foreseen. Um, and, uh, and we're able to take all of those and, and really delve into like, well, what would we do differently? Even something as small as like, for me, I was like, you know, I would love to just start my day at Furnace Fest when I get there. Johnny's usually there before anybody on team Furnace Fest. And not usually, he's always there before any of us are there. Um, and I was like, one, I would like some fresh hero donuts, like fancy hero donuts in our little like team office area and coffee, like just one fancy donut and a, and a cup of coffee, like just to start the day with sugar and coffee, like, man, that sounds so amazing. And uh, that's sort of indicative of what Johnny's saying is like, I want to be present for this. I want to take this in. I want to catch up with friends. I want to be as encouraging and as in the moment as I possibly can, regardless of whether Furnace Fest 2023 lost a little money, made a little money, broke even, like, or not even on the financial side on the, you know, well, this challenge happened or this thing didn't. I mean, there's, we're a festival involving 90 artists this year and thousands of people every day. Like, something's going to go wrong. It's just a question of, you know, how well we address it and how well we, how quickly we move and, you know, how quick we are to apologize and to try to make something right. So I'm stoked. Yeah. 
Love How about it. for you, Dana? Like, you know, because you get to come to this from the perspective of you're in the van or you're in the bus with dates along the way. Like, what what is it? Is Furnace Fest for a band and for a band like Pieball that's obviously now been with us? You know, this isn't your first rodeo, so to speak. Is Furnace Fest still exciting or is it kind of like it's another stop on the tour? Yeah. Yeah. Are we another stop? That's what all the listeners want to know. <laughs> no, you know the answer to this, man. Like, I know, dude. dude I know. I just that's set us so... up for a, a glowing, raving <laughs> review. <laughs> well, I'm going to answer it anyway, because oh, that's the only show we have on the books. You know, it's the only thing we got. Oh, so and... there's, no, there's, no, there's no tour dates or anything before or after Furnace Fest? Nope. I'm staying the whole weekend. The rest of the dudes, they're like just there the first gotcha. day. Okay, cool. But, you know, I will say when we get offered stuff, this was like the quickest yes I've ever seen because we have a group text, oh, you know? Man. Yeah, when that offer came in, it was an instant yes from everybody. Sometimes it's like a couple days of like texting back and forth. And so this is going to be special. Here's the other question, though. Are you stoked about having to play at the exact same time as Norma Jean <laughs> and a little bit of Reliant K slash Amberlynn? I know I'm biased, but I think that's one of the more difficult time slots. Like, I want to see those other bands, too, you know? It's so hard, man. It's the worst part about a festival is like, man, there's too many. <laughs> it's not a bad problem to have, like, you know, a bunch of uh, 40-year-old babies in the Facebook group. I love you all. But, <laughs> oh, like, what am I going to do? Like, you know, it's like, dude, there's 100 bands that you love, you know? What's cool about Furnace Fest is, especially like the shed and pond, they're like right right next to each other. But even the yeah, main street, everything's really close, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. like you can, that's you, a good point. You can bounce around and, and really catch a little bit of everything. And, and all these people, I'm just, you know, busting chops. Everyone's going to have a good time, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But are we ready for the rematch? We're ready. I don't know what exactly uh, I could do to be more prepared than what I am right now, but I, I just feel very, very prepared. Hold on. Has there been some like researching going on? Have you been talking to them oh, yeah, dude. offline? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I come to these things. No, nah, I don't mess around, dude. No Google, Chad. <laughs> nah, I just teasing me. I'm just getting stupid. No, he's got both his screens up. <laughs> One screen's got Google real quick. Yeah, one's got, yeah. Exactly <laughs> what you're doing. So we're going to talk a little bit more about Furnace Fest after, but this is like a fun game. And for those who don't know, last year we did this Furnace Fest Jeopardy kind of thing, and it was Chad yeah. versus Johnny. <laughs> yeah. And Johnny was the Johnny winner. Johnny won for sure, yep. So Johnny is here to retain that championship status, and Chad is here for redemption, right? Yes. Now this is where I struggle organizationally because i got like eight <laughs> papers here next to me so i'll try not to punish you guys with that too much so i'll try to cover the rules i think i remember them all so there's five categories this time there's three questions in each category 100 200 300 points i'll keep score we'll start with johnny this time because last time chad went first so how it will work is if you get the question right you go again the way that the turn will change is if a category closes then it'll go to like chad also if you get it wrong we'll switch the other person can steal there is a double jeopardy in there there's a final jeopardy are you ready for the categories ready we have new kids on the block which is uh, bands who have never played Furnace Fest, but they are playing this year, 2023. We have Ladies Night, which is bands who have played Furnace Fest, who feature a female musician in the band. 
So we have Rookies and Veterans. This is a band that's playing this year that features a member who has played in the past with a different band. Oh, okay. nice. Okay. We have New York State of Mind, bands from New York. And then we have Throwback Thursday, which is bands who have only played from the first generation. Ah. Uh, that makes okay. sense? Cool. Yeah. Sounds awesome. That sounds great. Johnny, you yeah. are first. Um, Let's do New York State of Mind for 100. Okay. New York State of Mind for 100. This New York band formed in 1987 by Youth of Today guitarist John Parcelli and former Youth of Today drummer Mike Ferrero is playing in the shed this year in 2023. All right, give me a question. Hey, breathe. Hey, breathe. Oh, wait, you can't. No, 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 Chad. <laughs> no, you're not allowed to say. It's okay. That's not the answer. So Bro, don't be stepping yeah, all over me, Chad. <laughs> yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to deduct 100 next time you do that. Okay. <laughs> you want me to say it again or? Yeah, read the question again. Chat put right. me off. <laughs> Buying some time. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this New York hardcore band formed in 1987 by Youth of Today's guitarist John Porcelli and former Youth of Today drummer Mike Ferrero is playing in the shed this year in 2023. It's Gorilla Biscuits. Ah. I thought too, dude. No way. What? I know who it is now. Ah. Oh. Does that mean it's my turn, or does Johnny get another turn? Nope, you get a guess, Chad. You get one guess. I get a guess. Oh, man, it's either... I'm going to say Madball. Dang it. The answer what? is Judge. Man, that was the second that. one I was going to go with. I was torn yeah, between that. those two. All right. So the Where score. are Madball from? They're from New York City, right? Yes. All right. So score, 0-0. Chad, <laughs> nice. you can um, stay in the same category or pick a new one. Uh, let's, let's, do, um, let's do rookies and veterans for, let's do the highest level of that one. What's the highest level? 300? 300. And this is the double jeopardy. Nice. Ding, 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 ding. All right. No pressure. No pressure. Wow. All right. The drummer of this band played double duty in 2021, meaning he played in two different sets, two different bands in 2021, and yeah. is returning in 2023 for another highly anticipated set. Which band is he playing for? Drummer. Drummer. Double duty uh, two years ago. Legendary uh, band. I'm going to go with Better Lovers. No! What? I lost that one. Double Jeopardy. Johnny can go for the steal. Oh, man. On, Johnny. I was going to say younger. Better Lovers as well. See? Uh, it was an obvious choice. I mean, I'm just going to, this is a total guess, but Throwdown? The answer is Zayo. Jeff Gretz what? plays oh, drums in Zayo yeah, and okay. From Autumn to Ashes. Oh, that's right. He did. And this year he's playing in Pennywise. That's crazy. Wow. <laughs> I hope I didn't make these too hard. <laughs> no, no, it's good, man. I'm sure that yeah, I probably I won't that. get any of them. Yeah. We're still tied up. Johnny. Yep. Let's do New York State of Mind for 200. All right. This Buffalo-based band 
forms in 2023, but they are no new kids on the block as they have members who have played Furnace Fest and their set is definitely one of the most highly anticipated in 2023. Um, That is going to be, I don't want to get this wrong. You want me to help? No, no, no. <laughs> a second. Is it uh, Inclination? Chad? No, I think they're from Kentucky-ish. I think I think at this one, I'm going to go with, with my guest from last time, Better Lovers. Ding, 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 ding. Nice. Oh, dang. Yeah, 200 okay. <laughs> points. How far are you willing to Chad on the board. Finally. Let's do new kids on the block for 200. New kids on the block for 200? Yes, please. The front man of this band is a founding member of the legendary El Paso-based post-hardcore band at the drive-in. Oh, I have to name the band or I have to name the singer? The band. Sparta. Ding, 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 ding. Nice. Chad, you're up to 400 now. Um, what's another category? Is there a category we haven't we haven't touched yet? Ladies' night or Throwback Thursday? Oh, all right, let's do Throwback Thursday for 100. Throwback Thursday for 100. All right, so again, this is bands all the first-generation Furnace Fest. I'm pretty sure none of these bands have played since the rebirth of Furnace Fest. All right, this 2002 Shed performance is often referred to the most epic Furnace Fest set of all time. People partied hard. Ding, 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 ding. Nice. That was easy. That was a that was a softball. Well, that's it was like hundred points, you know. Ladies' oh. night, ladies' night for the for the the hardest category. All right, ladies' night for three hundred. This female-fronted hardcore punk band hails from Santa Cruz, California, and is playing this year on Saturday at the Pond oh. Stage. Ah, uh, well, I shouldn't I shouldn't look. No, no looking. No, no looking. It's got to be. Um... Starts with an S. Dang it. What? Scowl. I was like, what's the name of that? <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Nice. Scowl. That's going to be a good one. Johnny, I'm sorry. Dude, dude. I don't know what happened. Dude, I, just, I told away. you I was prepared. <laughs> Chad, you're going on a run here. What, Did what you know that one, Johnny? Yeah. Of course. Knew You've known one. every single one of these. No, I haven't. But uh, Where are we going next, Chad? All right. Uh, let's do the, the same category for the second level. Ladies night for 200. 
This female-fronted Canadian heavy metal band is from Victoria, British Columbia, and played Furnace Fest 2022, and they crushed. They blew up, too. They're like... Yeah, they went to the moon. Spirit box. Ding, 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 ding. You're up to a thousand points, Johnny. You got some Dang, work to do, dude. How'd that happen so quickly? If only I could do this well in life. Maybe, they're, <laughs> maybe they're too easy now. Yeah, maybe. All right. Uh, next category. Is there any anyone left for new kids? No, let's do New York City because that I'll I for sure won't get that one. Then uh, then I'll give Johnny a chance to. I thought I was going to get the New York City ones, and I've blown them. Is there yeah. anything left in New York City, or did we get? Did we already do all those? We got one more. All right, for three hundred. This Long Island-based band is dropping a brand new full-length record just one week after Furnace Fest 2023 on September 29th, entitled Would You Miss It? And they are playing in the shed this year. I'm going to let Johnny guess this one because I'm going to say Koyo. Ding, 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 ding. Dang! That is... What? Did you Google that? No, I Wow. It's because I actually really like, I really love the new songs on that record. And I remember looking, I remember talking with their manager, James, about when that record was coming out. And he said it was like September 29th or something. And I remember saying, oh man, it was like the week after. So as soon as you said week after in Long Island, I was like, oh, wait a minute. And I've been, I've been loving the singles that they've released. So... I had the pleasure of, um, I was working for the band Bayside, who I think played Furnace Fest one year way back in the day, but yep. I was working for them earlier this year. It was Bayside, I Am The Avalanche, and Koyo was uh, opener, opening. Oh, wow. and it's hard to say they stole the show, but every band ripped every night, but it was like just all three bands from Long Island. So it was just like, a, it was like a special tour. Like they were all- That like, is special. It was extra special. And I love that band. Uh, yeah. But Chad, you closed a category, which means- okay. Now, Johnny. Johnny gets a shot here. All so. right, Johnny. You got this, dude. Yeah, let's go, Johnny. Jeez. You got this. <laughs> You're only behind by like 1,000 points or something. 1,300. 1,300 points. <laughs> I'm going to have to hit like a couple of double-doubles or whatever they're called. Yeah. There's um, no more double jeopardies, but I do believe in you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> let's do the uh, New Kids on the Block. All right. New Kids on the Block. Is it still 100 or 300? Let's go 300. I've got, I mean, I've got to, I got to go big here. All right. This Los Angeles-based band formed in 2019. They are playing Furnace Fest this year on a day off from a tour as main support for the band Soul Glow. They're playing in the shed on Saturday. Uh, yes, they are. That's right. Yeah, that's Zulu. Ding, 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 nice. ding. ding, ding, ding. I was going to say, you better get this one. I'm on the board. <laughs>
1.25 p.m. on Saturday, right before yeah, Drain, yeah. I believe. That was a hard, really, really difficult block for us to book because we had the Foreign Hands, Mind Force, Zulu, Drain, and yeah. then all the bands like Scowl, Gel, so many incredible MS newer bands. Milta, all those, and then we had the X Dolls training for Utopia, Zayo Living Sacrifice, like the the older either reunions or kind of like scarce kind of sets, and just trying to figure out how to do that was not easy. But there's so many moving pieces. Yeah. At the end of the day, if it was up to me, I would just somehow find a way to like this thing would start at six o'clock and everybody would play at night. We'd just have like ten stages or something. But uh, <laughs> of course, uh, all right, twenty twenty-four block for a hundred. Okay, this is the last question on New Kids on the Block. So even if you get it right, that will close. Oh, that's a good point. That's so a good point. what I will tell you, there's one left in New Kids on the Block. There's one left in Ladies Night. There's two left in Rookies and Veterans. Uh, New York State of Mind is closed. And Throwback Thursday has two left. So Throwback Thursday or Rookies and Veterans, I think. Let's do Rookies be. and Veterans, 200. Rookies and Veterans for 200. The frontman of this 2023 band played a solo set as a last-minute addition to the 2021 Furnace Fest lineup. And he plays in like four, at least four bands. Maybe like ding, 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 ding. Anthony Green, Sayosin, you got it. Yeah, what a guy. What a handsome guy. Yeah. Uh, he's the guy, yeah, dude. He's the crusher. best. Johnny, that's 500 total now. What's the other category with two? Throwback Thursday. Let's do that one for the highest one. Throwback Thursday for 300. As a reminder, this is a band who played way back in the day, has yeah. not played since the rebirth of Furnace Fest. In 2003, this Tampa-based post-hardcore band played Furnace Fest before the release of their first full-length album entitled Dear Diary, My Teen Angst Has a Body Count. The lead singer went on to be a very famous DJ. And they played in 2003? Yes, sir. Chad, do you know? I have a sneaky suspicion that it might be a band called From First to Last. Ding, 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 ding. Nice. That is correct. <laughs> I did not know that Skrillex was from Tampa, though. I didn't either. That's Wait, crazy. that's the Skrillex not... guy? Mm -hmm. I wonder how Skrillex would translate at Furnace Fest. That'd be wild. Dude, it would probably be really expensive, right? <laughs> it probably would be very expensive. Would but it be I... worth it? I don't know. I bet it would crush. I think it'd be cool. Yeah, maybe. maybe a from first to last reunion. People would love that. 
I don't know if they would. Yeah, do that it. would be great. That'd From be first sick. to last reunion, direct support to Skrillex. Yeah, let's go. Love it. <laughs> All right, Chad, we got 1,600 to 500, and Chad, it's on you. I'll take the next hardest category, whichever one that is. All right, throwback Thursday for 200. This Canadian band played in 2003. They constantly pop up on the Wishlist Wednesday in the Facebook group almost every week, and they've put out three full-length albums in their time as a band. One of them was self-titled, one of them was called Make Yourself Sick, and the other was called Trainwreck. Boys Night Out. Ding, 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 ding. picking all my favorites Talk, these favorites. are literally bands that i've never listened to like boys not out or <laughs> the first the last like I, that's why data's making it easy given, yeah he felt bad for me last time he's making it easy on me he's like yeah i know we've been trying to get boys night out every year since I we know. started doing this and every time i will say you i've know. talked to connor the singer about this he wants to do it i think it's like convincing the does. rest of the band you know i think he might be in the furnace fest facebook group actually he is, sure. he is. yeah He's great. He's great. He's he's a wonderful heckler. So every anytime it's any anytime it's like wishlist Wednesday and everyone's like, This is the band I won. And he like gets everyone super hyped on Boys Night Out, only to then just let them all down. It's great. He's a man after my own heart in that regard. I love that. <laughs> well, that closes throwback Thursday. So nice. we got a turn change here. Johnny. Yep. So we got rookies and veterans for one hundred left. We have ladies night for one hundred left. We have New Kids on the Block for 100 left. I think that's it. Let's do Ladies Night. And Final Jeopardy, of course. Ladies Night for 100. This female-fronted metallic hardcore band hails from the depths of southern Louisiana, and they were in the shed last year in 2022. Oh, my gosh. What is their, what is their name? Come and on, I, dude, You got this. You I got think they're this. on tour or about to be on tour. Or they are. With um, Zayo currently. Starts with a C, ends with an A. Yeah, Capra. Ding, ding, nice, ding, ding, ding. Dude. I was like, oh, why am I drawing no. a blank? <laughs> you had it. Yep. All right, let's uh, let's just do New Kids on the Block for 100. New Kids on the Block. This Atlanta-based band formed in 2016. They have been described as mathcore and have referred to themselves as a new metal band. And their band name sounds like it rhymes with a NFL football team. Oh, um, Callous Dowboys. Ding, 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 ding. All right, Show you're this. up to 700.
rookies and veterans for 100. The frontman of this band is also in a band who was called in to headline at the shed at the very last minute in 2021 on Saturday night and played following the epic sets of Beloved and Stretch Armstrong. Um, that would be Turnstile. Wait. <laughs> no, called in no the headline? There's no, there's no weights in this game, buddy. Wait, who's called in to headline? That's who we called in when Andrew WK dropped off. Yeah, that's not the one he's that's not the one he's looking for. Chad. Uh, last job. Ding 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 ding. lost more bands in one year than in any festival ever i was so impressed like 15 cancellations poison the well drops everyone's devastated boom glass jaw like come on you can't get upset about that yeah i want to see poison the well too but glass jaw i mean come on or you know anthony green and we had me without you canceled and it was like let's let's see what deaf heaven's up to and it was like one or it was you know hey breed and it was uh that's right buried alive man that was challenging but thankfully it did i mean what more could you do you had solutions for everything, so. All right, final Jeopardy. There is an artist who was on double duty this year in 2023, two different bands. He also plays in another band who played a Golden Hour main stage set in 2022, which that band also features Cavins, Steve Brodsky on guitar. Name all three of these bands and the musician who I am speaking of that is in all three of these bands. Legend. He's on triple duty at Riot Fest. Dude, I'm so, looking at the lineup right now, and I and I even with the lineup, I'm not I'm drawn. Yeah, I mean, I guess blank. I should know these legends a lot better than I do. Um, yeah, you're allowed to look at the lineup now that I'm looking at the lineup, trying to see which of these could like it could even potentially be, and I, none of them are actually uh, connecting for oh. me. I'm gonna go off on a limb. I'm gonna say prayer for cleansing between the buried and me, and a third band. That played last year. That played last year. Uh, am I right on the first two? Because otherwise, I <laughs> no, you're not even. All first. right, nice. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't think so. All right, Johnny, go ahead. Is it the Daryl guy from Head Automatica? It is nice. Walter Schreifels of Youth what? of Today. I almost. Oh wait. Quicksand, Gorilla Biscuits. Oh my what? gosh! Man, so, I knew yeah. that. That's so easy. Well, Chad, you won this round, which means it's one-to-one. You win, man. You crushed me on this game. We'll have to revisit it next year. Yeah, next year. All right. So what else can we talk about? I know we're coming up on time. Yeah. There have been a lot of updates. If you want to just like recap some of that, 
you know, like to the festival grounds. I think the pond stage moved a little bit, just anything, you know, yeah. that would be cool to talk about. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things that we committed this year is to deepen our partnership with Sloss. They've been so great to us. The grounds is so special, but it does present some significant challenges putting on a music festival. So um, the shed stage was was in pretty, uh, you know, disrepair. And so we decided to work with the Sloss board, remove all the rotten wood bring the stage up to four feet so we poured more concrete down and then we cut the front of the stage off which gives us more room in the shed but it also opens those entry and exit ways on the side in case there is an emergency it's much easier to get out we've improved the lighting under the vidoc under the bridge up from the bridge to the shed and then you know we temporarily fix the field um, yeah, so there are a few things like that that I think are going to enhance the experience of everybody that's going to be there. And just want to say thank you to everybody who supported us doing that. You know, we did the benefit show, raised $21,000. And so that was really awesome. So, yeah, those are a few of the improvements that we've made to Sloss. Dude, how was that show? Dark oh, Sour, so Maylene, good. Capra. Uh... Yeah, Acacia Strain yeah, yeah. literally just ripped it in half. By the way, I do want to say this. Acacia Strain, what's the lead singer's name? Do we know? I don't know off the top of my head. That guy is amazing, okay? I've seen him then, and I've seen him another time. And he is always so positive in talking about how positive and accepting and uh, that we should be in the hardcore scene. And I'm just like, this is my kind of guy. Um, so yeah, it was a great show. And what he said from stage, it was like, this guy gets it. Vincent anyway. Bennett, Vincent Bennett. Yeah, man. What a dude. Awesome. Is the pond stage moved? I think I saw that on it Instagram. Is. I think it's going to be positioned uh, much better. And this is this is a tribute to Ryan's kind of way of seeing it. But instead of, you know, even though it was kind of cool underneath the trees last year, if you were not even that far back, like the ground began to slope pretty severely down towards the pond. And it just meant that if you were a shorter person at all, or even a normal sized person, you weren't going to see unless you were like, so this time it's going to be facing kind of like the steps. Um, so looking up at the shed. And um, as soon as you turn the corner towards the pond, you'll be able to see who's playing. You'll be able to see, um, you know, just the, the people there. And I think it's yeah going to be much better. But, uh, and I, you know, like Johnny said, I'm, I'm excited. I was there when they were working on the shed stage. I mean, I think it's, it actually brought me to tears to think that something that I helped put together 23 or something years ago is still like physically improving the grounds of Sloss. And so that's crazy. So I'm excited for that. And uh, I'm excited to have no barricades anywhere but on main stage. I don't think that's been announced yet. I don't Whoa. think that has that been announced anywhere. It hasn't, and we weren't going to announce it. Yeah, we weren't supposed to. I don't think we're allowed to announce it. I, I can cut it. I you tell me. No, you can uh, do The pond and the, the shed. No the shed. Barricade. Yeah, yeah, no barricades. Whoa, that's a game changer. Yep. Big time. Yep. Wow. So that'll be, that'll definitely be. And, you know, the only reason there's still one at the main stage is to honor bigger touring bands that likely have come to expect and kind of appreciate that. Of course. Of course. That level of professionalism that, that a, a barricade provides and something about safety and insurance and liability, but <laughs> I don't really understand any of those words. 
but yeah, so that's going to be cool. And I think what Johnny's done in the out in the field is phenomenal. I mean, the I haven't seen it personally, but just having seen it before all that sod was laid and now, or the, what what do you call that stuff? Not sod. It's turf. Uh, yeah. turf. Oh, turf. It's like a yeah, artificial cut turf. Up football fit. I love how the numbers are yeah. all mixed and yeah, mangled. It's all mismatched <laughs> yeah. and weird. Yeah. <laughs> what if it made a giant FF in the middle? That'd be pretty sick. That would be cool. Dude, that would be so sick. <laughs> from the top, from up, you know, the aerial shot. You just see the the pit, people making a pit around the Fs. Anyway, um no, I love 2024. That. <laughs> That'd be so sick. But um it would. But no, all that stuff's all that stuff's really exciting. And um my gut is that this year is gonna be the smoothest of all the years, just because of I think what two years of experience buys you. And uh so yeah, can't wait to see everybody in a well when, when does this come out? Uh, by Monday latest. Okay. So yeah, cool. maybe sooner. In a couple of days. All right. I have one more question and then I'm going to ask you sure. your number. You can only pick one band that you're most excited to see this year. So think about that. Um, but here's the final question. 2024. Any teasers that you can give us and or what bands are you trying to get? Um, 2024 is going to serve as like the completion to what we set out to do with a four year, the four year cycle. So originally we said, let's do one year reunion. Then we were like, well, this went so well. What if we did a complete cycle of four years? We're not trying to pull the wool over anyone's eyes and pretend that we're not very eager to find a way to keep Furnace Fest going beyond this, but we also are saying it's not going to look the same and we really don't know what it's going to look like beyond 2024. So I think 2024, in my mind, is the end of the Furnace Fest era as we've known it. And like the future is bright, but I really don't know what exactly it's going to look like or how it's going to play out. Um, I mean, there's a lot of bands that were kind of thrown around, but there's nothing yet that is a hundred, you know, like, man, I feel like, oh, we got something really exciting to share with everybody. It's uh, to be completely transparent. Ryan Luther has many times been like, we should go after this band or what about this band? And I don't know. I guess for whatever reason, I've just felt like I wanted us to, to focus on. Uh, that's hilarious. Whoa, he, <laughs> Ryan <laughs> Luther <laughs> calling right now. Yeah, wow. I wanted to. I wanted to focus on uh, this Amazing. year uh, before we got into next year. But yeah, so yeah, so, so, yeah I don't have any secrets to drop, unfortunately. Yeah, it's okay. There's, there's nothing to drop other than 2024. Will it'll kind of come full circle, you know, and um, and we will do our best to put on probably the most special lineup with the most special, you know, sets. Uh, it will look a lot different because again, we, you know, we're going now two years into. I guess the landscape of festivals looks a lot different from 2021, and so we've got to make some some changes, and so it'll look a little bit different. Not not significant, so nobody has to worry, but it'll look a little bit different, and then you know we're we're thinking beyond like what what does furnace fest look like beyond 2024 but you know 2024 well it'll come full circle so hopefully it'll be super special i will say uh i'm gonna throw out two bands that i would love to see complete opposite ends of the spectrum i would love to see 10 yard fight and i've talked to john Lacroix, who plays guitar in that band and he wants to play and cool. I would love to see Hot Mulligan, and I've talked to yeah. those dudes, and they would love to play it. So I'm throwing that out there. That'd be sick. And I also just want to say, you know, I was selling merch at a show last night for Death Cab, for Cutie, and the Postal Service. And there were like eight of us selling, and nobody I knew, like, we were just getting to know each other and stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, I toured with this band, that band. And 
They're like, what do you got coming up? And I mentioned these cool tours and everyone's eyes lit up when I said Furnace Fest. I was like, oh, yeah, tour with the front bottles, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and I'm doing Furnace Fest next week with Pieball. They're like, Furnace Fest? Oh, my God. Like, they have the sickest lineup every single year. So I love that. That's these so are people cool. who have never been, but like, you know, they yeah. see it. So um, just props That's to you guys beautiful. for always, like, you just always come through. Last year's lineup was insane. The year before was insane. This year is insane. So there's no doubt in my mind that you're just going to, you know, what are you guys are the best? And just on a personal level, you guys have just really, you're always so good to me and everyone. And it just, it means the world. And I know I don't just speak for myself when I say that. I speak for Thank you. our whole community. You know, it's a yeah, family reunion at this point, which was it is the intention. That's the initially. intention. Yeah. So it's a beautiful thing. All right. One band you're most excited to see. Johnny, go ahead. Oh, uh, for me, if I had to pick one, it would be High Viz. Love it. Chad? I'm having to look at the, at, I'm having to cheat again. I think Mind Force is the one. Oh, man. There's no wrong answer here. I'm going Drain. Yeah. yeah wait. I mean, Drain was, It's there's too many good answers, but yeah. I'm, I'm grateful for you. Thank you, Dana, for putting this together, for putting so much energy into a fun and uh, triumphant victory over Johnny. I'm going to I'm gonna like revel in uh, the, the right. story for like days and days. I'm already just glowing, uh, you know, from joy. <laughs> now, nah, dude, I love you. Uh, thank you. Excited to see you in a week. Yeah, much love, Dana. Thank I you, love for you guys. Too, brother. Love you guys so much. You made my day talking to you guys today, and I can't Thanks. wait to see you next week. Thank you All so right, much. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, dude. See you, boss. <laughs> this is my two-week notice. I quit. I don't need this one bit. I'm gonna travel around with fans and have conversations with my friends. Feeling on my corporate job. I'd rather be with bands on tour. Always been a fan. Come on. Come on. Come on.